0: It's the Woolly Mammoth Revival with me, Simon Hoban, from BBC Radio and Mike Ward, the Daily Stars TV critic. This is the podcast where we talk about things that we think are not quite right. We invite your comment as well on our Twitter handles. You can tweet us something that you don't think is quite right, at Simon Hoban. And Mike, your Twitter handle? Mike Ward on TV. What have you found this week that wasn't quite right? Britain's Got Talent's idea of comedy. Do you mean the acts or Anton Deck?
1: Or? The acts. Yeah, I mean, in previous years, I've been watching it, not not religiously, but in previous years, they've not really done much comedy, because I kind of think that, that the whole format doesn't really lend itself to that, because you have to immerse yourself in comedy, that you, to sort of really get into the mood, yeah, rather than have two minutes of it and then have somebody doing a hoop dance next to something. One act in particular, and I'm not having to go at the person, nine-year-old kid, Ned Woodman, he's called, cheeky chappy, you know, very confident, shall we say, Comes on, first gi- first gag he does on the semi-final was calling Amanda in a dog. Really? Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, but... And people laughed. People thought it was
0: hilarious. Car. How yeah, did she I react? Thought, <laughs> with, with that frozen look that <laughs> How could you tell Yeah, how she's reacting? <laughs> yeah. Um, she looked the same. I just thought... well I mean, I just think it's a
1: horrible, horrible... You know, I, I just don't think that's funny anyway. But from a nine-year-old kid, and yet... Because I sort of thought... Wow, that's really misjudging your audience. People are going to hate that. But everyone was laughing, and he got through. He got voted through wow. to the final. And I'm thinking, well, there's two things there. Either he's written that himself. That's his own line. In which case, that's you know, a nine-year-old kid calling a 46-year-old woman a dog mm. is re- or indeed any woman, you know, under any circumstances, is really unpleasant and really horrible. Or somebody's written it for him. Yeah. You know, I don't know. You know I don't know the ins and outs of it. Which, in a way, is even worse. It is because you know because it's an adult putting words into it. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. You know. I can't say it would be fair to say. But either way, I thought really weird there were two other comedians one of which was a guy the the least awful was a guy who did a sort of sing a song he came on to call himself a comedian but he was just sort of playing the guitar and doing some ridiculous song about a triangle which involved you know as in the musical instrument Mm -hmm. which involved david williams coming up on stage and on cue every so often tapping a triangle and it was sort of hilarious and everyone sang along and the other one was kind of like a sort of cross between i don't know lee evans and and um, Lee Evans is uh, a guy who he was sort of gurning you know one of these comedians he was so hilarious that he came well, his outfit was one a pair of tr- included a pair of trousers with one full length trouser leg and the other sort of sawn off halfway down oh, with no. sort of garters and something other. and he just kept gurning and he kept when he wanted the f- and that sort of person who pulls faces and thinks that is hilarious <laughs> yeah. in itself and I just thought no, seriously, they can't. He's seriously not going to go through, surely to goodness. And most years I watch this thing and I've got my finger on the pulse, I think, as to what's going through. I normally say to my wife, I say, right, it's going to be that person and that person or that act and that act. They'll go through. And I'm just getting them all wrong. Really? People are just voting for this awful, awful, awful acts.
0: I mean, that smacks what you've been describing there, a variety. And I hate yes. that kind of variety yeah. show, which is just that anodyne. Uh, I mean, I remember it in the 80s, there was a show called The Grumbleweeds, I think. It yeah. was sort of Saturday tea time rubbish, you know. It yes. just wasn't funny in the slightest. No. Um, but the first, as you, you say, is troubling from the point of view of the nine-year-old. I mean, dog is such an, o- it's it's an awful thing to say, it's but also quite thing. an old-school thing to say. It is quite an old-school thing to say. Which makes me think it's been written for him, because it's the kind of thing yes. that, in the again, in the 80s, you would say in the playground. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, you know, it, it is an
1: old-school thing to say, and it's the sort of thing that I thought people had sort of moved on from being quite yeah. that offensive. Was it's, that
0: literally the first thing that came out? Oh, actually,
1: movie. bear with me just a sec. Okay, his actual line was Why were people so excited by that talking dog on Britain's Got Talent? Amanda Holden's been on it for years. That was the kids, this nine year old kid's (laughs) first joke. And um, yeah, I I don't know. But as, as I say, you know, all of a sudden it's doing comedy, which it never used to do before, and if this is its idea of what's funny, and uh, Is wow. there a
0: certain, despite the, the awfulness of the actual comment and how barbed it is, is there a certain craft in the way he's, he's set up the line there, though? Which, if to he has degree, done it for himself, might be admirable. To a degree. There was a kid um, on a few years ago, about three or four years ago, who had
1: cerebral palsy, and he had mobility issues, and he was brilliant because you could tell he was confident, but he wasn't sort of brash cocky kid he yeah. was just very self-deprecating and funny and and just you re- really warmed him that's right i remember him yeah. whereas this is um this this kid and i'm sure he's a lovely kid he's just basically it's all about being very cocky and cheeky and mm. you know because he's got a cheeky face and he's got a very confident demeanor and delivery etc cetera, etc cetera, and i've done a from with that but i just think somebody whether he says that come up that sort of line himself or has it given to him there should be somebody there saying, hang on now, this is not on any level.
0: Yeah, right. and g- g- given that Britain's Got Talent doesn't really do comedy, as you're saying there, and it doesn't really do singing, because X Factor covers that, yeah. what else is there? Oh, hoops.
1: <laughs> yeah, hoops. Uh, and,
0: and a guy doing uh, balloon animals against the clock. <laughs> well, Britain's Got Talent rolls on, but it's a welcome relief from the election stuff. Oh, is there an election on? <laughs> there is an election on, believe it or not. I think, I, I have to say, without getting caught up in any specifics, I
1: must just say... I think the novelty of the TV debate has come and gone. Yeah in our in our culture yeah you know I, I i think we're bored with that now aren't we as we record this there is another one on tonight i shan't be watching no, no i'm <laughs> bored with that, that, it's, it's not it's not a dig at any individual or no. any party i just think you know for years people said why don't we do us style tv debates i think over the last couple of elections we've got the answer to that yes
0: absolutely uh, mine this week i thing i didn't find quite right was the fact that i kind of realized i'm no better than everybody else uh. um because i overheard a conversation in the office and it one of those, you know how people have stock responses to stuff? Yeah, yeah. And this was someone who'd just come back from holiday and someone said, oh, did, did you have a nice break? And they said something like, they're always nice. Right. And it was just something benign like that, but it did make me grind my teeth a bit. <laughs> and then I thought, Hang on, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. I say these things too. I say things like no change there then or yeah. no pressure when there's something onerous about to happen. Yeah. And you like to think that you you kind of rise above this and, you know, you're outside of the the mainstream lingo. But actually, no, you you know, I, I now say get a coffee. I do those things as well. Yeah. And so really, no, I'm just the same as everybody else. <laughs> and that has been a horrid realisation it's horrible there's a slight comfort I guess
1: in the sense that you you're, you know you're with everyone on that level
0: yeah uh, do you do the um,
1: uh, if somebody in the office yawns do you do the are we keeping you up bit
0: uh, no that, I've not done that one nah. um, what's the other one oh, is it Tuesday today all day all day yes or,
1: or when somebody
0: uh, if, or or if sometimes, if you're a shopkeeper and
1: you give them exactly the right change, and you just say, "Is that is that right?" and they say, "Only just." So if you get, uh, uh, is, is <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if, if yeah. So, something's like seventy three pence, and you give them a fifty pence piece, a twenty pence piece, a two yeah. pence piece, and one, and I says, you know, because you haven't really checked it that closely,
0: they say, "Yeah, only just." <laughs> Do you know when that that moment when the shopkeeper is counting the change into your hand? Yeah. They always end with this kind of line, and they'll go. And 20 is five. Oh, yes. And you just sort of nod and go, yep, yeah, thank <laughs> it you. It is. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Thank you. It's my homework for the day. <laughs> yeah. You but have you. no idea what's thank happening Thank you for that.
1: There. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want another one? Yeah. Soap. soap. So- Bars of soap. Yeah. Did you see this story? Bars of soap. Apparently, it's been decided now uh, after a, a huge scientific study involving uh, exactly 20 volunteers. In America, bars of so- a bar of soap is as good as killing germs as an antibacterial hand wash. So all this sort of fancy antibacterial hand wash with the squirty pump things. Yeah. No better than just your good old-fashioned bar of soap. That's what they say. Have I not eulogised
0: about bars of soap to you before? Go on. That's about time I did. Do it. They're absolutely brilliant. Ooh. A good old-fashioned bar of soap. And yeah. let me tell you, you can get three of those bad boys for about a quid. And can they you? last forever. Now, a bar of soap will last you months. When you say forever yeah a month yeah you have um, to I,
1: open the packet
0: yeah <laughs> there is yeah there there is a, a reduction in the yeah. in the in the substance as you use it, yes you know to, necessarily, but they last a pretty good time, and for a quid, yeah bars of soap they're just the same, but it's a fad now we know we've got to have the latest you know lemon zesty kind of thing in there, haven't we, you know the
1: uh, yes um I'm sure also by the way hot water washing hands with hot water is no better than washing them in the cold in terms of getting rid of the germs the only way the, the temperature of the water makes any difference if it is if it were boiling and to the point where it'd burn your hand off yeah <laughs> um, so apparently that's no, no good either but I will disagree with you on this I'm not so comfortable I, I'm not so comfortable with a bar of soap because every time it's used it's picked up you know especially if it's in a sort of bathroom or whatever shared by a few people it's gathering all the germs and the bacteria from the previous user. So it feels like it's sort of like accumulating more and more bugs and germs and bacteria every time you pick it up. Whereas if you've got a pump, yeah, just squirting on your fresh stuff onto your hand. And it may, may be no better, but you kind of feel as if you're starting with something fairly clean. Surely, though, the top of the pump must be riddled. <laughs> yeah, do you know, I knew you were going to say that, because people just put your hand straight, straight on it. Yeah. But I'm so... I, I don't know. I've got to the point, and this is it's going to make it sound really weird. Sometimes... If I use a public cubicle, Mm -hmm. I will will actually open and close the door with my cuff or elbow rather than (laughs) putting my hand
0: directly onto the handle. Uh, Yeah, I'll put toilet seats up and down with my foot. Yes. Yeah, I'll lift the toilet seat with my foot. Because you
1: just don't know. And I don't know if it's the same in women's toilets for obvious reasons. I haven't really done in-depth research on that. But some public toilets you go into, you just think, wow, people are filthy.
0: Yeah, the human race, <laughs> yeah. certainly
1: the male part of the human race. Oh, women just as bad, I hear. Yeah, really. I mean, just wow, the stuff that goes on there, and I mean, not just the obvious or even the seedy, but just the plain
0: wow. <laughs> Gosh,
1: you'll, so, need, uh,
0: you'll need to develop like longer sleeves for this. Yeah. For whenever you go out in public. Yes. Just for opening doors, and I presume there's a point where you're opening the door from the inside. And people can see that you're kind of clasping hold yeah. of this door rather yeah.
1: nervously. I, I, I don't mind, I don't, you know, if, if they think I'm a bit weird. But, <laughs> you know, so the, so the bar of soap is, is an extension of that. But, yeah, I think I agree with you on the, on the pump thing. Having said that, if it's a bar of soap in your own home and it's probably just you and one other person whose germs you'll probably get anyway, then that's, that's
0: OK. Where are you getting these three for a quid? Oh, oh, most good stores near you. Most good stores near me. Yeah, you can get soap bar bargains. In fact that's how I'd probably advertise if I was in retail. My
1: co-op, the co op's the nearest one to me, but I don't go in there very often because what they've done used to have two it's a really small one, used to have two aisles. Yeah. And they closed it down for a while and they reopened it with three aisles. It is the most claustrophobic shop imaginable because you can't <laughs> get two people past it. And I just think, God, if you had to work here all day you spend the whole day saying excuse me you would probably say excuse me or just barge past people. Just constantly. I, actually, I
0: wouldn't call it soap bar bargains, I call it soap. Bargains, but I'd have soap bar, bar really well highlighted. Yeah, soap bar hyphen gains. Yeah, something like that. Or something like that. There you go. Well, uh, try it out. That's what I'm saying. Try it. Try some soap. <laughs> try... Might... Yes, people have said this to me before. <laughs> yeah. That? Um, what else have I got? Um, being scared of your boss. OK. Yeah. It occurred to me today that I'm still scared of my boss. And I'm 42 years old, Michael. Oh, my God. I know. I was going out for a coffee. Even that, I felt guilty, kind of sneaking off to do that, right? Mm. Five minutes to grab a coffee. But my boss happened to be leaving at exactly the same time, the office. Yeah. And I left the office door, and I thought, please don't turn left. and walk in and centre. he did. Oh. And then we had an awkward chat. And then I thought, please don't be going to Pret. He was going to Pret. Oh. So, and I just thought, I don't need this. Is it fear, or is it just an awkwardness? It's just a... He's basically saying that I'm not at my desk working, and that is a problem. But you, I think maybe you're reading too much, because I presume, is this boss younger than you? Age, no, than... he's older, and he's nice. Okay. He's nice, and I yeah, don't yeah, think yeah, he yeah. would have thought anything was no. remiss.
1: But maybe the age thing isn't really relevant. It's just the status thing, and it could be, you know, you could be half his age, twice his age, the same age, or whatever. Or, you know, and your age in itself isn't relevant. It's just
0: the situation. Possibly. It's just the situation. But there's not come a point in your working life where you sort of think, I, I don't, really don't want to have to feel this way anymore. But but most people do, I guess. I think it's because
1: we we see our life in stages and we sort of think, you say 42, I, if you get to a certain age, you sort of think, by this age I should feel this about this and I should feel have that degree of confidence in that situation. And my attitude towards this by the age, time I get to this age yeah. should be such and such. Yeah. I always think this totally going off a tangent about football hero worshiping people who are you know young enough to be my children <laughs> yeah i know yeah it's weird that's yeah. odd and even you know when i see a sort of guy my age in his 50s with the name of a player from his local team on the back of his shirt i think <laughs> you're walking around with the name of a sort of 22 year old kid on the yeah. back of his shirt i just think it's odd yeah it's really. really yeah you know it's a, it's a, you know we're whole we're, we're sort of hero worshiping worshipping people who as i say could be our own children
0: i think it's probably not good to have here like as i got older i've kind of diminished my love of heroes yeah and bands and like you know that kind of fervent interest that you'd have and everything they do and everything they say is kind of godlike isn't it I, I think that's
1: good i think what age should you should you what age should you basically stop having certainly musical heroes i th- I, I think maybe 12 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it 30 after that, on after 30 yeah, yeah maybe 30 after that you kind of think well, nah, they're just people yeah uh, is it me it's you yeah. Shall I talk about um boiled eggs? Boiled eggs. Another thing from the paper. It's 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 an old hat one, this, but a new survey on behalf of something Jamie Oliver's doing, a uh, point in the survey, but they like to do a survey so they gets into the papers and plugs whatever business that's commissioned the survey. Yep. Uh Britons apparently, um one in five Brits say they can't even boil an egg. That really annoys me. It has always annoyed me. And it's always the egg boiling thing, isn't it? Whenever you want to sort of talk about your culinary
0: Ineptitude. It's always can't boil an egg. Yeah. Um, when I mean, actually, that's, that's not the easiest thing. It, it isn't. isn't it's, it, uh, I'm going to uh, defend the the egg boiler here because to get an egg boil right, it is. If you basically, it, it's a bit like to me. It's not so
1: much can't because you can. I mean, yeah. it's a question of whether you can be bothered to actually go through, learn the process, and do it. It's a bit like saying. You know, I can't slice a loaf of bread. Well, you can, whether you've ever bothered doing it or taken the trouble to do it, it's another matter. That's that whole can't thing that really, really, really winds me up. because yeah. just think, Basically, all you have to do, you get a pan of water, get your egg in there, cold water from, from cold, and have it covered, you have the water covering the egg. Mm-hmm. Uh, switch it on. As soon as it starts bubbling... So you weren't sure there, you even had to, <laughs> you had to I think. I was sure, I was just explaining it to you. <laughs> it's just it's basically put a... put a, put a, 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 a See, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Put an egg in cold water, bring it to the boil. As soon as it starts bubbling, count for two and a half minutes and then take it straight out. It's perfectly cooked. How many minutes
0: did you say then? Two
1: and a half. Two and a half minutes?
0: Yeah. It'd be a watery mess, no, man. No, it won't. No, it won't
1: because you'd, that doesn't take into account the t- during the time coming up to the boil there would be an element of cooking going on as well. Ah, well, so so, so do you start
0: the timing from the rolling boil or not? Yes. You do, hence the two and a half minutes. Yeah, so basically, but it
1: it would have done some cooking before that, so the two and a half minutes isn't the only cooking it's getting. It's experiencing the cooking before it comes to the boil as well. Depends on the size of the egg. All eggs are the same size. No, That's they're a really- con. That's a con. That old thing. Go into, Sains- tell you what, go into Sainsbury's, they do a mixed selection of eggs, and it costs about a third of the price of a packet of eggs. Does you it? Know, exactly the same thing. And you just think, well, they just look pretty much the same. And how, how often have you been served an egg and thought, oh, I could have done with a slightly bigger one here? Because they're all, the difference is negligible, isn't it? Have you ever sort of thought, oh, I could have done with a bigger egg?
0: <laughs> it's just an egg, isn't it? It's going to be exactly the you, same. You thing. might get maybe a little bit more white, but that's yeah, no one yeah, wants that.
1: Nobody really wants a bit more white anyway. Yeah. You know, it's not like you sort of one a, a small egg is the size of a quail's egg, and the big egg is the size of an ostrich egg. I mean, they're so close. They might as well be the same. So go for the cheapest option. Go for the Sainsbury's mixed. Can we get sponsorship from Sainsbury's <laughs> for the next podcast? Let's go for that. Let's see if we can do that. We're going to be sponsored by, by a mixed egg firm. <laughs> That'll do. I'm happy with that.
0: Yeah, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. OK, that's eggs done. My final one is um, open letters. Open letters. What's the difference between an open letter and just writing a letter to a newspaper? I don't understand this. Yeah. Um, this is Margaret Court, has, yeah. has, has courted controversy with some controversial comments about tennis. Yeah. Um, but she, there's, there's since been lots of open letters written to newspapers, and I don't get... what What's the difference between that and a letter written to a newspaper? It's,
1: somebody's opened it. I think it's a it's a letter with a bit of self-importance behind that's it. That's all it is. Yeah, it's basically a, ba- a slightly pompous way pompous of writing letter. a letter. It's it is. a pompous and you, you
0: must you probably at some point in the letter have to say this is an open letter. Yeah, you have to write that bit, and and that is like you say, just basically signalling your pomposity. Yeah, it's it's a letter with ideas above its station. Indeed, that's what I think, mm. and and uh, that disappoints me. Mm. I think it's mildly not right. <laughs> Not not quite right, you might say. Not quite right, but then, you know, there you go. If you found other things that aren't quite right, send them in to at Simon Hoban on Twitter or at Mike Ward on TV. Is that right? It is indeed. Correct. And you can subscribe to the Woolly Mammoth Revival for free at iTunes or SoundCloud.